Wouldn't it be great if, if my first podcast was with the Debbie Adams? So this may or may not go as a podcast, but at the very least, we're going to shoot the poop. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to get yeah. out of the way because I know it might come. We're going to shoot the shit. You're allowed to yeah. curse if you want to. Good. So basically, if I, if I do end up doing a podcast, uh, I'm, I want to call it Karen Counts, Good People Doing Great Things. So you can't get much more great than Debbie Adams, in my opinion. The first time, today we even had some tears. The first time I met you, I remember someone said it was Earl Smith. He said, you need, you two need to connect and connected us through Twitter and same thing. You're somebody, see somebody, tell me about yourself. That's kind of the first conversation. I was sitting here, sorry, I was sitting here, you were sitting here and I was on the other side and we just, within two seconds, it was like, and I think there was some tears, like just like mushiness and then. So Debbie, why don't you tell, tell them, tell them about who, who are you? Who, who am I? Some days I don't know. Some days I'm not certain who I am. Uh, I'm somebody with a heart for entrepreneurship, as you know. And uh, I was a reluctant entrepreneur. Didn't want to be in this uh, business at all, but ended up here because I needed to make a living, pay the family, work is my medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, I do struggle a bit with mental health type stuff, and um, staying home was not good for me, so I needed something to do. Yeah. And I ended up here. I ended up here. And I just absolutely love it. And you're in Sackville. And I love you. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am I am totally excited to be working, that we're gonna be doing stuff together. Yeah. And like I said, when we talked and I went home and I said to my wife, I'm like, so if I said there's someone I'm gonna be working with and I'm probably the most excited person for me to work with, who would it be? And she said Debbie Adams. So See? and I'm being true, that's from my heart, that's that's true. What I want to tell people is that this entrepreneurship thing is for anybody. I think one time the perception was that business was something that was only for maybe a certain elite few. Yeah. But really, it's a great way to make a living. And uh, if you're sitting there and not making enough money right now and you have a skill that you can monetize, uh, I can show you how to do that. So um, that's the person that I'm trying to reach. I'm not all about the money, but let's face it, Adam, we live in a world where, uh, you know, uh, we have to pay for what we want. We have to pay for our care. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mind sharing that this past week we put our mother in a nursing home. My parents are on fixed income, and uh, and how much money they make matters to yep. the level of care that she has. So let's not sugarcoat it. We need money. Mm -hmm. So why not teach people how to take a skill that they have, monetize that skill, and if I can do it, so can anybody. Anyone can do it. So I like to listen to people like Carol Dweck, who talks about fixed and growth mindset. Okay. And a lot of my work centers around what it is that she's talking about. So you'll have people, for example, before entrepreneurship, I worked in a male-dominated environment. I was mm -hmm. in the military as a mechanic, and there were people in there, men in particular, that really loved that I was there. Yeah. There were men there that thought I did not belong there. I should get back in the kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those people with fixed mindset that believe that 100% unequivocally women belong in the home, you're not going to change them. Mm -hmm. Same with money mindset. You have people who think that because of centuries of conditioning that money is bad, that people with money are bad people, mm -hmm. they're not, they're not going to change. I don't... They're not my person. You know, my person knows that they have an issue. They show up and say, well, you know, money's not really the thing for me, and I struggle with that, and 
I'm all about coming alongside and helping them to get over it. <laughs> Celebrities, sometimes when they become a celebrity, they, they can go off like maybe you were an asshole in the first place. A good person with money is going to do good things. Is that oh, kind of, yeah. is that kind oh, of yeah. getting over that? Does that kind of make sense? There's assholes with no money and assholes with lots of money and there's celebrities like you. <laughs> oh my, the celebrities, <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, would you be considered an, an author or a uh, someone that, like, how would you consider yourself? Because you are in this book in one of the chapters, are you not? I am in that book, but I'm Sorry, a three-time published mm -hmm. author. This is my third book. Third book? Third book. My first book was called Single Again, Now What? Single Again, Now What? A Practical Guide to Meaningful Connections. Not a word of a lie, I needed some money and I wrote this book in a week. Yeah. I sold a workshop and the book, of course, as a supplement to the workshop, just to make a few bucks. But I had started in the online dating world, mm -hmm. and this is what I'm talking about, monetizing something that you know what to do. Yeah. So I had been in the on online dating world. I came from occupational health and safety one time, so I thought people need to learn how to be safe online. So I wrote this little book. It's not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. See, it's a book about online dating, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. like, you know, doesn't get hot and steamy or anything. Is oh no, it's so I, I'm saucy by nature. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say this to you. I, uh, I love the way that you'll go to an event. I know you're going to say, you say this every time. You go to an event, and it'll be some big speaker or something or someone that everyone's around. And I think I've seen you probably three times walk up and you're just like, <laughs> so you think you're something fucking special, don't you? So tell me, who are you? Like, it's I, I, I just you come in, you break it down and you break and, and you it gets into a great conversation. But it's yeah. I love watching you <laughs> just go. So who's you your daddy? Some, who's your daddy? You think you're something special now, don't you? Tell me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know what, like this is what, I think we need to look beyond the curtain every now and then and see that we're all just real people. Yeah. Right? And sometimes we have the means to be able to become celebrities or to get out there in the world, but at the core, we're just peeps. Yeah. I love being a mom. I always say to people that I really didn't know what love felt like till I had a child. And that was like, come on, Adam, like cry. Let's I, cry. You're gonna, let's I knew cry, I was going to make cry. cry. That's, that's, that's I know, right? But cry. isn't that the truth? Absolutely. Like, I love my business, but I got to tell you, when I had my daughter, yeah. that was pretty freaking special. Yeah. And when I first looked at Bria's eyes, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm your dad. You are in for something special. I know, right? <laughs> to get to your point, yes. Yeah. Love of your children, there's no comparison. No and Except for my wife's there, obviously. There's no merit. <laughs> yeah. At this time of year, I have two businesses. Mm -hmm. People can't training, and then there's people can't taxes. So it's income tax season now. That's the other side of me. Left brain, right brain, the other piece. You got more pieces there. Yeah, so, you know, you can, I don't mind telling people, I'm shameless plug here. This is like shameless plug. <laughs> income tax, sole proprietors. This is like, mm -hmm. who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? But is yeah. there anyone there that I chose this guy when I was looking for someone to help me uh, go online and, and kind of like bring my story and and um, create my brand? You know, this is the guy, right? Like the heart. Aww. And he just loves doing this shit. I mean, just absolutely loves it. I might have to teach him a little bit about money, charging large. It's true. Yes, yeah, see, that's the thing. When I said when I sent you when I sent you my invoice, I'd be like, she's gonna get mad. She's gonna pay it and go. You know, you're worth you're worth double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not you're not gonna charge me double, but the next one. The next. One. <laughs>
it changes weekly or monthly, but is there some philosophy that you're grounded in? No, no, no. I'm a processor, so I'll have an answer for you next week. <laughs> of course I have philosophies. I don't know what they are today. Listen to the shit he asked me. Like, you said just go and I'll go with it. I'm like, all right, I'm not Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. That's a deep question. Show me the money. Charge large. I live by that philosophy. Who's your daddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, is there, for entrepreneurs out there, is there, you know, do you have a piece of advice that, I know you have a zillion piece of advice, but recently one that kind of hit that you think they should know. Someone that's... Mm -hmm. I love talking about money mindset. And actually when I leave here, I'm going to be doing a podcast around uh, the veteran entrepreneur and money mindset and all of that piece. So I think the whole money piece is a piece that a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. I like working with people who are really good at their craft, whatever mm -hmm. that may be, or build, you know, they can build the best widget. But I want them to monetize it and get what the market, you know, uh, will pay mm -hmm. for that product or service. So, um, my piece of advice is uh, to look at your own product and ask if you're actually just shying away from charging, charging large, mm -hmm. you know, because of something inside yourself that says, I shouldn't do that. A good person would never do that. Or a good person will always give 25% off because I need to be seen as good. Mm -hmm. Right? As opposed to saying, it's worth that. I'm bringing a ton of value. I'm solving your problem. I'm opening doors. So, of course, we're going to charge large. Don't, don't shy away from charging what your product or service is worth. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck around with price. Nope. I've been through the process of, you know, charging to I charge. And there was a process. I knew what I, wa I thought I wanted. And there was, like, something inside me. And then it take, took a while for me to get to a point And having coffees with people and I'd leave giving them all these strategies about social and then I'd walk away and Sarah would say, you just gave that away. I'm like, eh, nah, nah. And then eventually got to a point where I was like, I think I can help. And then start with one client or another and now I, I feel that I'm still, the fee is probably gonna grow because I think I have more, but it is getting the confidence that I know that if I charge this, they know that that's worth it, right? So right. it's. Right. It's a process, and for me, yes, the good, the heart, and you know, the kindness, and all that stuff. But there's all these cliche things like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? All those, and it's very true. You can't help anyone if you have nothing. Right. You can't help. Like you, you can, be like this is great. Do you have five bucks for me? To, yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's, it's, can you get the coffee? You talk about being a reluctant entrepreneur, or something you always talk about. I'm definitely, I'm creative, uh, fun, caring, all that stuff. I am not wired as a business person. That's what I need, what I need to outsource, that kind of stuff. Like accounting, mm -hmm. boom, mm -hmm. stuff that you're gonna like, I, that I need to outsource, so. Um. But I'm not wired as a business person. Mm -hmm. So I think, and that's part of my message is, um, I came from a military background where I had a hard to serve. And you know the definition of, I always get asked, when do I need to file a tax return? The, you know the tax act says when you have a profit motive when you have a pro when you're making money if you're building bookshelves in your backyard you know in your shed for your aunt your aunt your uncle all of those people and then all of a sudden you're building 20 you're making a few bucks you're a business yeah so it's it, when you have that profit motive I went into business with a hard to serve you can imagine how much money I made in the one 
first four years in business, mm -hmm. like next to nothing, because I could give it all away, spill yep. the jelly beans in the foyer, so to speak, and walk away, and they're making, people have called me out and said, you know that little piece of advice you gave me yesterday? I went out and I made six grand, and I'm like, I made fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you that, so what I Where's teach, my check? Right, right. <laughs> so people will always say, oh, Debbie's all about the money, charge large, charge large. They, that's the people that don't know me at all, mm -hmm. because, you know, I give a ton of stuff away all the time, yep. but I've learned to put a value on what it is that I'm selling. And if I'm giving it away, I know I'm giving it away. Mm -hmm. So, right? That's been a lesson for me, and I think that's why I teach it. Mm -hmm. It's because I've, I know how hard it is to learn that lesson. Because we only have so much time, right? It all boils down to time. Yeah. And like I said, going on, I went to tons of little coffee meetings, and and I'd go for half an hour and let's talk to me for three hours because it was great. And I get home like, wow, I literally got, there was no, not like I was looking for money, but I, I took three hours of my day that right. I could have been right. trying to get a new client or trying to figure out who I was or whatever. And I, I had to, now when someone asks me for coffee, I pretty much say, yeah, I got time. If, if it's someone that I really, I know well, and obviously I want to help them out, it's a video conference because I knew that sitting, I could take 10 yeah. minutes and sit in and, yeah. and, um, because the coffee isn't just the coffee. The coffee is the coffee, but it's getting to the coffee. It's the coffee that is always more than a coffee. <laughs> and then right. getting home. So right. that's at least two hours. But uh, it's tough. So we have five minutes and you're going to be doing your podcast. Yeah. Um, but we may, as we move forward into our relationship, you may be doing like a we might be getting you to do a podcast as well as your video because voice is big and I think in the morning if anyone has an Alexa or a Google Home you know those things you can have a morning routine I think it'd be pretty cool to have a morning routine they say good morning Alexa or sorry Alexa good morning and it goes it says good morning and then it says the news and then it finishes with a five minute podcast but you know what Adams. pisses me off about that Alexa like why What's is it a woman I think you can change I know I, I know on on um What's Apple on Siri? You can change it to, it's like a British dude, I think. I'd be okay with that, but I have a problem with Alexa. You want it to be like, just saying. Good morning, Debbie. <laughs> how, like, how you doing? Looking yeah. good, Who's sweetheart. You Who's your dad? <laughs> Why don't you lend your voice to Alexa? They'll probably do that where you can actually. Yeah, yeah, right, right with my Newfie accent. Yes, I think I so. Do it. Give us a couple Newfoundland lines and then the translation. Something like. Oh yeah, this is one from my, uh, on the weekend we had my sister's granddaughter for the weekend visiting and she she was making fun of this, she's from Nova Scotia. Because we say, what's your at? What's your at? Yeah. What's your at? Like, what are you at? Like, how like, are you doing? what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you up to? But isn't that what are you at? Isn't that what are you at? Or is it what's your at? Yeah, well, what's your at? What's your at? What's your at? Well, one word. What's your at? What's your at? What's your at? What's your at, boys? And nothing. And then you say, and nothing. And nothing? That's it? I'm not at anything. And nothing. In Newfoundland, we don't really have like 26 letters in the alphabet. We don't have H's. Or sometimes we have H's like on egg, peg. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have an H on hotel, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have hotels, yeah. Hotel. See, that's, I think that is a, that's a book in itself because we just talked about time. Like that language, the Newfoundland, you know, style of language that cuts a lot of time yeah. if you just start cutting out words yeah, instead yeah, of being yeah, 25 right? words a sentence right? just make six yeah 
you can like you just save a lot of time. It's genius. Yeah, but somebody always jacks me up for it, right? They always say what like, you, say? you know, they'll jack me up because I say jack. Me, she said jack me up, just to just. To... I said jack me up, but what did herself think? You can see that. You can make you it a man. You can't. Sarah, well, you are you still there? Yeah, she said you can make it a man. You can make Alexa a man. Oh, you can yeah. make Alexa. What's his name? What's his name though? Sven. <laughs> Uh, I have to go. <laughs> I'm going. You can terrible. stay, Adam, but I have to go. Are they go. coming here? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so I have to. I have to clean up. She's telling. This is her, her way of saying, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. that's my next. Can I just stay live and just be like, you know, all those 24-hour cameras, and I'll just be live here and be watching and stuff, hanging out. No, that'd be too freaking weird. This is kind of maybe possibly my first podcast that I'm going to put together. I don't know, but at the very least, I always have so much fun hanging with Debbie Adams. And Same. And let's, can you give me, this is going to be my ending, my ending line of my podcast. Take it away, Debbie. Uh, what is it I'm taking away? I don't know, just the end, close the show. Like usually they say, this has been like, Karen Counts with blah, blah, blah. And I talk about people that are good This has great. been Karen Counts with Adam Purcell. And I'm delighted to be here. See you later. And then give me the who's Oh, your, yeah. Who's your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, peeps. <laughs>